Hello and welcome. Thank you everybody to joining me, Heather Gray with Discovering Health on this episode of uh, Lyme, Mold and Chronic Illness Recovery. You are not crazy. It's not in your head and there is hope. And part of the reason why I have a very special guest, Dr. Todd Watts, a chiropractor in uh, Meridian, Idaho, founder, co-founder of Cellcore Biosciences and Microbe microbe formulas. I keep wanting to say microbiome, but that's a, that's a different company. So excuse my, my typo there. Um, but they're doing amazing work in the mold lime area. And that's why I, I asked him, chased him <laughs> for months to be on the show, because this is one of the, the few products that I've used that really will, you know, put all that in one place because most folks with Lyme have issues with mold, have issues with heavy metals, have issues with parasites. So I'd love for Dr. Uh, Watts to tell us a little bit about himself, his background, like why he got into this, because most of us working in the Lyme and mold background usually have their own story to tell because it's very complicated and, you know, most people don't like dealing with it unless they've, they have to. So I'm, I'm curious to uh, what your story is and why, why you got into this route. So, and thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you for having me here. I, I just love, um, you know, uh, this world and I have a passion uh, and getting helping people get better because of my own journey and Dr. Jay's wife and um, and just so many of the clients and patients I've worked with over, over the years. So the reason why I'm here, really, it goes back to my own health journey, which um, really started out when I was 28. I got a, a di I was diagnosed with Epstein-Barr virus. Yeah. And I was really down and out with that for a couple months. And then, uh, and, and then just, you know, health just changes in your thirties, you get into 40, started having seasonal allergies, headaches, joint pain, um, you know, memory issues, brain stuff, word recall, um, and severe fatigue to the point where I can even work out. So people uh, who don't have Lyme do not even understand like the word fatigue doesn't even begin to touch like what we experience with this. Am I right? Like, it's like a vampire literally sucks the life out of every single soul in your body. Yeah, there's no, there's no recovery. I mean, literally it, it's, it's, I've got to work out and then I'd be trashed for seven to 10 days. Right? <laughs> oh, I'm sore for a couple of days sort of thing. So then I wouldn't work out. I remember that one of my classmates, when I was going to chiropractic college, um, get my doctorate, and that was in my forties. And she's like, oh, this is your once a year workout. You know, oh. I try. <laughs> and then I just didn't, you know, go, you know, move on from that. But uh, ultimately, um, you know, with the economy and everything shifted in 2008, um, I lost everything. So uh, I lost my houses, cars, and I had to decide what am I gonna do with life all over again? I was under a lot of stress. My health just kind of took a nosedive from, from there. And, and so the, all these symptoms just got worse. And, and as I was going through school, uh, in my doctorate, I, I was learning, um, you know, I was doing a lot of internal medicine courses and also uh, doing like the DAPSI program with chiropractic. And um, let me turn on some of my technology here. It can be a uh, little distracting, can't it? <laughs> yes. So, so with, with, with going through this journey, I was at a conference with this guy talking about Lyme disease. Never even heard of it. And, and he's, he's discussing Babesia and some Lyme and symptoms. I'm like, holy crap, I got all those symptoms. It's crazy. I mean, all this upper, upper head tightness up through here, my chronic sacral pain for three years straight. I mean, I was doing every therapy possible to get fixed and nothing was working. And you're a chiropractor. Well, yeah, I was in chiropractic school. So I was yeah. getting tested all the time. I was getting physical therapy. 
you know, Come I was back to acupuncture, uh, and it's like, man, my low back, my sacral pain, and my, my upper cervicals, I could hardly even adjust my neck because it was so tight. Wow. And the, the fatigue part was, it's like, you push through it, but it felt like you, I was just surviving life versus, versus thriving in life. And anyways, I got out of school, started my own practice. I would come home, crash for a couple hours, get up, eat dinner, be with the kids and, and put them to bed and then go back to bed again. And and I missed out on a lot of things the way I would always envision life. I didn't envision life when I was a little older dad. You know, I started at 38 having kids, but um, I didn't envision, you know, I figured I'd be super active in sports and doing things with them. And I was just so exhausted, can't do that. So, you know, I could deal with joint pain. I could deal with, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff, the, the memory issues at times, the blurry eyes, blurry vision, but the word recall stuff really bothered me. Um, and um, anyway, I, I got through it. And as I was going through this journey, you, you know, sorry, I was with Mimosa Putica Seed as the first product. And it was making huge differences on, on a patients. I, I figured out the correlation between parasites and Lyme disease and how parasites suppress immune, the immune function, which then causes the cycling or proliferation of Lyme disease. And, um, and, then, uh, and then figuring out how to clean the gut, you know, actually getting parasite products that worked well, I created those. Um, and then from there, when in developing, I worked with Dr. Lindsley, who had already been, I used his products extensively for my Lyme and Babesia and Martinella issues, and his products worked well. And then we brought those into Cellcore and then, you know, adopted, adapted them a little bit different, but mostly uh, his, his remedies that we got from him. Um, and, you know, those worked great. And I stopped cycling. I, I was this whole up and down thing with Lyme. And then eventually as I treated parasites, I stopped the cycling and no, no more crashing, which was hopefully, hopefully everybody hears that because I think that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves in any Lyme group, any Lyme, anything. So many folks are focused only on treatment. What'd you do for treatment? What'd you do for treatment? And you're missing out on so many healing opportunities. If you're yeah. not focusing on the parasites, right? Not cleaning up the gut, not getting rid of heavy metals, like the whole thing. Like, that's why I love what you guys do so much. So, so, so this is how Cellcore came about, and it had been never planned on it, but it just, it, it just, people needed the products, and the the memo, the pair one, which is the memos put it a seed, like was a game changer for so many people, like massively. And people are like, oh, so you just see, we know the product coming out in school. Maybe you see some of it, but it, who cares? Because the changes people's made in health that that happened it was it's just dynamic, incredible. And having worked with so many people, it was you, you got to clean out the, the GI system. So, you, you know, as I, as I went through the journey, like, okay, what else am I missing? Because I, I started getting overall energy back, but my muscles were, I couldn't repair. So something was going on with that. And, uh, and, that's, and that's where I you know, did deep dives into, okay, it's, it's environmental toxins, it's radioactive material elements. Um, you know, eventually I got into mold because I had so many patients that were dealing with mold. I wasn't at the time. But later on, over this past few years, I did deal with mold uh, in, in, in the house that, that I was in and, and I moved out. And anyhow, it, it's, it's interesting because then as I detoxed in our binders, I took our binders, then my life came back. Like literally, it took out the toxins that my, caused my muscles not to recover. So then over the last four and a half years, I've been able to work out and work out heavy. Um, I mean, I do admit over the past year, I've struggled. I injured myself. I did too much weight. 
injured my shoulder and my low back, you know, probably shouldn't be doing deadlifts the way I was. And uh, so I'm recovering from some injuries, but that, that doesn't have to do anything with the, 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 the energy levels. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, you know, 54, I felt great. You know, I've been running a business with 130 employees at clinic uh, and, and, you know, just a lot going on in life and I can handle it where before there's no way I could have done that. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. How did you guys come up with that intake form? Like, I swear, I, I, I wow, what a game changer, right? Cause you know, in this space, like a lot of the testing to get mm -hmm. a lot of this issues are, can get really, really expensive. And a lot of times folks that have finally come to this alternative method have already spent tens of thousands of dollars, seen 20 <laughs> practitioners, right? They're already like coming in hot, you know, they're yeah. broke, they're frustrated. And here's this intake form, this free intake form that's beautiful. It's it's gorgeous for a practitioner like myself to kind of help point people in the right direction of, okay, let's dig deeper in this section instead of just throwing stuff at a wall that sticks. Like, how did you guys come up with that? So we, we Dr. Jay and I sat down and we just took all the things we used clinically for, for the years we were in practice and, and, and just built it out. And then it's like, okay, what are the causative factors that people are dealing with? So there's an intake form and then there's all the assessment forms that come with it. That's, you know, any practitioner can put their name on it and use it. And it, it's, it's great because it goes through Babesia symptoms because of the Lyme questionnaire, there's a parasite questionnaire, there's a mold questionnaire or mycotoxin. There, there's a one for metals and environmental toxins and I mean, the list goes on. So we have multiple uh, assessment forms to help allow us to direct the practitioner to like, where do we need to go? Oh, I see that there's a lot happening here without having to spend, you know, tens of thousands of testing, like you said. And, and I worked with so many people in the clinic that I already seen 50 practitioners with all these expert line doctors, and they're still not better. So they're missing something because when you pigeonhole somebody and do you have Lyme disease, um, you have molds or mycotoxin illness, which can be definitely, mycotoxin illness takes precedence over Lyme. Absolutely. It presses everything. But so many of these people that had di been di were diagnosed with Lyme disease also had mold that they didn't know about, also had environmental toxins that were causing disruption and problems and parasites that nobody could ever figure out because you can't get it on a test. So you got to start thinking outside the box and investigating and researching and diving deep into syphilis, which is what Jay and I do on a daily basis, as well as what we did clinically. And that's how we created all this stuff is to how do we make it easier? What do I use in my clinic? Well, let's share with everybody and just give it free. And all our education that we do on our website for CellCore for practitioners is free. All you have to do is have an account and we go through the deep dives on all kinds of different subjects. So um, you know, I feel like our whole goal and our passion is to change the world in the way we think about it. Not functional medicine, functional medicine, they say it's root cause, but it's not at all. It's all about giving a, a, a supplement to help a pathway to work. And that pathway isn't working due to a toxin for an infection, toxin from an infection or a toxin from environmental chemicals and toxins that are, you know, suppressing that enzymatic reaction. So now you're not making hormones or you're not making neurotransmitters, or you're not digesting properly, or you don't have the right microbiome because of those toxicities. So we go after the foundational aspects of what we call foundational medicine to, to go in and clear the causative factor, the why, why, what, well, why do they have Lyme? Why do they have H. pylori or, or uh, uh, why do they have candida? 
it's not, those aren't infections. Those are pleomorphic based organisms due to a toxin within the body that's causing that problem. So we do deep dives into what creates those. And why does one person that has Lyme have all these symptoms and somebody else that has it doesn't have any? It's bacteria that, that pleomorphs and it causes problems when there's toxins in the body, disruption that can be caused by either toxins or even emotional stress and trauma that can really suppress immune function. So, you know, it's interesting when I used to see all these people that bring all these stack of labs to me and it's like, okay, you have Epstein-Barr, HHV6, you know, herpes one, I mean, it's just like, and Lyme and co-infection, like what don't you have? So is it really an infection problem or is it an immune dysregulation problem? And what's dysregulating the immune system causing it to happen? And that's what we teach doctors. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I guess that was the, probably the most frustrating part about my journey is, you know, when I finally got my Lyme diagnosis after 27 years of having it, this Lyme literate doctor didn't ask about what my stress level was like, what, you know, if I was pooping every day, if I was sleeping at night, what my, mm -hmm. you know, what I was eating and what I was thinking, he was just throwing napalm at the critters, not at, you know, trying to get the detox pathways open, I thought I was going to die. I mean, that's actually what brought me to becoming a functional practitioner is because if I continued down that pathway, I, I thought they were going to kill me. And so, like I said, I just think it's beautiful that you guys, you know, it's step one, you know, let's open up detox pathways, right? Because duh. <laughs> yeah. Detox pathways, open up drainage. Like you got to drain. If you can't drain, then you can't be, you shouldn't be killing anything. And why are you killing? Because what's the, why is it there in the first place? So you got to go deeper thought process. Why do you have to kill, or is it just there's toxins that are causing the bacteria to clean those toxins up that are proliferating now that out of control? So you're totally right. And the other thing we focus on initially is energy, because how, how do you if you don't have ATP or the the, the fuel of the of the body, then how is your organs and your cells going to detox or make hormones or do any in, any of the enzymatic reactions it needs to without that function? So mitochondria and drainage is the first two things you have to deal with. And that's where a lot of the people we work with, they, they have so much of a better ex, um, process because now they're not going through and they're like, oh, I feel horrible. I'm like, some people might think they go too aggressive, but we try and minimize that dramatically. And, and that way it's a better experience. And then they're not going to cycle right back to where they were. Right. I haven't had any issues with anybody herxing off your products like so far. I knock on wood. Like it's it's been a beautiful thing. And then the cool thing about your binders, like you guys are like the only binders on the market where you can actually take with food and other supplements. Like, how does that work? Like I still can't wrap my brain around that one. Okay, so th there's a difference between our binders and other ones. When you when you're looking at a typical binder, uh, so activated charcoal, those types of products. There's, there's spent energy. There's no energy within those products. And all they do is they go in, they're large carbons that they just mop up stuff in the GI system. They don't even go systemic. Mm. Okay. The, the difference is with our carbons is we use humic and fulvic acids, but they're not like other humic and fulvics. They go through a multi-phase. So we're not just taking, taking the powders and then turn around and encapsulating and selling them. They go through a multi-phase where they go into a liquid, stuff's added into them, and then they go into a spray dry, and then and then back into a liquid, back into a spray dry. So we can bring other energy into it. So we're uh, we're charging, you know, you know, these things are getting charged to high, you know, have high electrical conductivity. Um, the pH is important. What the pH is to have lower pH, so it has the energy, 
right? Because pH is just a measure of, um, of millivolts. So does it have, you know, energy or does it have low, high millivolts or low millivolts? And what balance does that need to be at? And, and so we look at what's important with, with the type of carbons that we have, what, some of them that can be GI related, some of them that go more systemic. So the fulvics and, and how those are brought in and how we utilize those go more systemic because they're small chain carbons that can get down to a very small, small size, nano size. And then the, the, the humics are more of a long chain carbon that are more GI related. And, um, and then we, we have a few products that are all just pure fulvics like that, that we use uh, in some of our BCATP products as well as our CT minerals. But then we, we bring in some other uh, cofactors with polysaccharides. So polysaccharides are sugars, right? That are in every food form. That's where we break sugars down to make energy. And, and then there's polyelectrolytes. So electrolytes uh, help to um, charge and fuel reactions in the body. A lot of uh, polarities, things occur within cell function, within nerves and things based off of electrolytes. Hmm. So uh, chloride, sodium, potassium pump, people here have heard of that probably in biology, there's chloride, there's calcium, some other things. So anyhow, it, it, it's a, if you really look down to the detail of how reactions work in the body, it goes back off charged particles. It's redox reactions. Yeah. Okay, it's not just always oh, B vitamin. Well, B vitamins required, certain B vitamins required in certain reactions. But most reactions are redox, meaning that you're using oxygen or you're using an electron or you're using hydrogen, which is a proton. So if you consider the whole point of the mitochondria is to create energy, ATP. The whole, so, so what, how do we get there? There's two main parts. There's, there's, there's two main parts that we get out of that. One is the Krebs cycle, and then the other one is the electron transport chain. I know this is deeper science stuff, but trust me, you guys all had it in biology in high school at some point in time. It could have been a long time ago. But the Krebs cycle, the whole point of the Krebs cycle is to, is to reduce or add hydrogen onto two molecules, NAD and NFADH. Those will then transport over to the electron transport chain, donate an electron and donate the hydrogen over and then help fuel the, ele the, the electron transport chain. So that's an example there. Then we create a free radical in that process. What happens to that free radical electron? Well, there's this awesome molecule called oxygen that comes and binds onto that. And then it, and then it becomes a, a superoxide that is a free radical that then gets reduced to water. So it'll change it'll change its form and it, it'll go through like catalase, superoxidismutase, some of the enzymes you'll hear that are utilized in that process. And then and then there's a the glutathione, um, the glutathione peroxidase is an enzyme, but glutathione donates a hydrogen in the mitochondria to convert hydrogen peroxide to water. So even glutathione is like, what's the point of glutathione in mitochondrium cells? Well, there it's utilized just to give a hydrogen, a proton. It's the redox process. So you don't take glutathione to get into your mitochondria cells. You just, you just, you just recycle that glutathione. And, um, and, and so then you even look at the liver. Like we hear a phase one liver detox, cytochrome P450. Well, what happens in that? It's a multi-phase enzyme. And in that enzymatic reaction, in every reaction requires either an electron a proton, a hydrogen ion, or an oxygen molecule. So, so many reactions within the body require those, those charged particles. So our products have a lot of those charged particles within them to make them effective and different. 
and you think about why is a heavy metal bad? Because you mentioned heavy metals. I'll tell you right now, heavy metals are overrated. That's right, everybody. I said heavy metals are overrated. Meaning that we don't have the exposure to heavy metals the way we think we do. Now, sure, if we get them, they can, you know, they can be oxidative, cause oxidative stress, meaning that they have an oxidative state or a valence that can tear up stuff or bind onto things. And so the goal is to, how do we do it? We take these charged particles and we neutralize it so we can get rid of it. But what are we exposed to a thousand or 10,000 or hundred thousand times more than heavy metals? And that is environmental toxins and chemicals. So what they call toxicants. And that's way worse. If you think about, there's over 80,000 chemicals registered with the, with the EPA. Right. 2,000 new chemicals each year being introduced and over 40,000 current active ones, but there's so many of them that what they call for our forever chemicals, mm -hmm. that they don't break down. And they're in our water supply, they're in your food, they're in your air, they're, they're on your clothes, they're in your furniture, they're everywhere. So you can't tell me this whole fad in functional medicine that heavy metals is causing everybody's illness. It's complete garbage. <laughs> Now, if you're over in maybe in New York in these really old areas that you have lead pipes, there could be some lead problems there, right? Flint, Michigan, there's some issues there. Yes, but you're exposed to thousands and thousands of times more chemicals all day long with herbicides, pesticides. I mean, every lawn sprayed, right? All the parks, the schools are all sprayed with chemicals. You're, it, it's in, it, it's all the farms are spraying and crop dusting. I mean, it's, it's all in your food. Did you so, see that documentary, The Devil That We Know? I think I have. I've seen some of that. On DuPont and on Teflon. DuPont. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. These are the things I'm talking about. Yeah. We don't give enough. We don't give enough importance to these environmental chemicals, industrial chemicals that are really causing so many problems. So that's where we formulated the products that we have to deal with all these things to neutralize it and detox them. Whether they're, whether they're heavy metals or whether they're, they're environmental chemicals, our, our whole company's goal is to eradicate them and make the difference. So really quick, what's your opinion on removing mercury then? If you think, you know, if you're more environmental toxins are causing more havoc than heavy metals, what do you think about amalgams? Well, I think if you have them, you need to remove. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. 100%. I got mine. I had seven of them that I had removed. Yeah. So did it move the needle for me? I, did, I didn't notice a difference. Like I had noticed a difference with so many other things. Right. But um, I don't care. I don't want them out. Right. If you have amalgams, you need them out. Gotcha. And you need to be sure you're careful with how you do that. Absolutely. Like you're not swallowing mercury down, yeah. down your gut. Um, yeah. There, there's certain things you don't want to be exposed to. It. Like just like something with lead pipes, uh, copper. So people have a copper uh, IUDs and stuff that I've seen some crazy cases that really got much better once they took the copper IUD out. Absolutely. Um, so so I'm, I'm not downplaying the fact that they can cause problems. Absolutely, heavy metals can, can be problematic, but if you know how to deal with them and you know what they do and how they cause damage, then you just go in and fix them. It's a simple fix. The body knows how to get rid of it if we can go in there and neutralize it. And that's what our approach is to neutralize them and allow the body to, to clear it out. Um, but it's, it's the fact that we're not thinking about the chemicals that we have much higher exposure to that we need to address and try and avoid them and, and, and as much as we can. And how we eat, the water we drink, the food we eat, the air we breathe, 
the spray chemicals that we don't even think about that we're going over and spraying all the time or running barefoot through the parks, getting all that glyphosate or chemicals into your feet, right. your skin. It's horrible. Uh, yeah, I had a client who I just recently ran a DNA test on and showed he's got all kinds of issues in his detox pathways. And he was wanting to take a cheaper route when it came to, I think it was a sauna. And I was like, you know, my friend, you're kind of going to be stuck like me is where the cheap route for you is is no longer a thing because the cheap route is usually laden in chemicals and off-gassing and EMFs. And you're going to have to eat organic food and you're going to have to drink filtered water and like you know, I was called high maintenance for the longest time. And I didn't exactly know back then why, but now I know why. And it's because I am kind of the canary in the coal mine as well. And, and these, these toxins are just completely overburdening our systems. And it's, you know, sometimes as simple as, you know, getting rid of that Glade plug-in, right. From your bedroom at night. It's just, I can't believe people still buy those things. I can't believe they're, I just, uh, I can't believe that they're still legal. Like the, the poisons that are, we're allowing into our system, into our food, it, it just still blows my brain. The A lot US, of the stuff that other countries have, you know, banned and outlawed. Yeah. The, U, the U.S. is this, you, know, you wonder if they really care about people. If these other countries are banning it, the chemicals, like, you know, there's certain things such as um, Mountain Dew. Skittles. I mean, there's a variety of foods that are just so laden with horrible toxins. I think there's in there a big lawsuit against Skittles right now. Like finally, some of this stuff is starting to come around. Yeah. I, I read somewhere that there was a big, big lawsuit about um, cancer causing ingredients and, you know, the red dye and all that stuff. And there, there's a big lawsuit against yeah, the blue, right the blue dyes are bad. I know my, I have one of my kids that he, he knows if he has any access to any dyes, especially blue dyes, then he'll break out. He has a reaction to it. So we're going through, he's my eight-year-old, so we're, we're detoxing and working with him on cleaning things out. Um, and and uh, it's just not a chemical that's healthy. Not at all. Well, I wanted to stay true to my time commitment with you. Okay. And so I wanted to say thank you so much for that little education. It was absolutely awesome. And hopefully uh, it'll spark a couple people to you know, look at their treatment and look at the way that they're living uh, differently so that they can choose better, right? Yes, filtered water, so distilled water. Don't eat the meat at the market because it's sprayed with tons of chemicals. You get it from locally, you know, a local place. Absolutely. And same thing with the eggs, same thing with your food. Try and be as clean what you're putting into your body as possible. Absolutely, amen to that. Thank you so much, Dr. Watts, for joining us today. So appreciate it. Glad to be here. Fantastic. Have a healthy day, everyone.